ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, fitness fans across the world. We are live with the RMR Training Podcast from Chicago, Illinois, the first High Rocks major. We've got a crew in here. Whole right squad. Now. Whole entire squad. And this is the first time we've ever done anything live in person. So I have no idea how this is going to go, fellas. Absolutely. We've, we've no got idea. five individuals, three microphones. We're very close to each other right now. <laughs> Less than ideal. Ideal. So we got James Kelly, a.k.a. JK, Alex Ronkovich. Flo, how do you say your last name? How do you pronounce your last name? Kova. Just Kova. Flo Kova. Of, of High Rocks Daily. Do, do people see you and they're just like, oh, there's the High Rocks Daily dude? Or do you have to be like, hey, I'm the High Rocks Daily dude? No, usually I'm like, hey, I'm Flo. I just like to introduce myself just as Flo. But, but you don't just straight up lead with the High Rocks Daily? So, sometimes they recognize me. Oh, are you the High Rocks Daily guy? I'm like, yeah, I am. <laughs> I mean, so we got a full squad here. We got a ton to talk about. We're right after our first race in Chicago for the major and I'm very interested to talk with you guys traveling over here and getting your experience for like what you what you thought how you thought it was. But first, Kent, go ahead I, and do your thing. No, talk what, about what? Just, hold on. First, I just want to see how everyone. Work. It is the next morning. It's it the, the morning, morning after the race. How are we feeling? I mean, I'm a little bit tired. I didn't sleep that much last night. My legs are a little bit sore. J.K., how you feeling? Yeah, I'm. I'm actually not too bad. I was actually a, a good boy last night. I was in bed by the. 9 p.m. Went to Whole Foods and got a big um, packet of muesli. Oh, and, yeah. And devoured the whole thing. They must know when they have uh, oh, man. Europeans in town when the muesli Granola. gets sold because that's not some shit that. It was fantastic. That's not something we're eating out here. Can't you ever had muesli? I don't know what that is. As I told you. <laughs> no, nah, I'm telling you. You don't know what muesli is. I know what it is. I knew Kent didn't know what it was. You I know, know what, what it is. is. I do not. It's like cold. Soaked granola. Yeah, it's like soggy granola. It's actually kind of delicious. Oh, it's fantastic. I mean, granola is too hard anyway. So if you soften it up a little bit, it's pretty it's much really good. Muesli, man. Kent, Kent's in on it. Muesli. Kent's in on it. Alex, how you how you feeling this morning? I'm a bit I'm a bit sore, but um, I did a little workout in the morning and had a good breakfast here. Damn, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell anybody. But yeah, we had a good breakfast. Like a big five egg omelet and uh, pancakes, and now it's getting better. Man. I haven't stopped eating since the race, me personally. I, I, I go down that rabbit hole straight after a race. Like I can't stop eating. You can't catch up. It's almost impossible Correct. to catch up. Yeah. We we didn't do a good job eating after the race. Can't like I don't think I slept well because I was like starving. Even what we did do the after party, every, everyone except JK. JK's eating is like porridge. We're hanging out. Sorry, <laughs> we're hanging out at the bar. Yeah. What happened with the mini burgers at the bar? Oh, I ate at least seven or eight. You had seven, eight I, brought, I had I had four, I think. Did you have any of the burgers? Yeah, just two. Well, nice. we were talking when we were walking back to the hotel after the race. I said, I was just craving a burger. I, I just want something juicy and it protein. Hit, it it hits the, the spot. spot. Dude, burger post-race is the move. I, burger post I race always move. crave, yeah, I always crave... Um, salt so like yeah i just got stuck into like fried chicken last night i had so much like fried chicken oh we i went to um is, is that a thing in australia or well it is but not as we eat fried food here all the you, time yeah you guys just live on fried food don't you but i went to shake shack is it shake shack? yeah 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 the chicken's good i, I reckon i had 30 fried chicken wings so um, <laughs> yeah it was fantastic so ryan when you 
said you wanted something juicy. Do you mean the empty bottle of red wine besides your bed? <laughs> Maybe. Our guy's just <laughs> feeling himself. He's like, you know what? I'm out here doing the thing. Well, you know, I bought that the first night we were here, and that's kind of my guilty pleasure at nighttime is to have a glass or two of wine, even the night before a race. And last night I was got got back up to my room. There was some more in the bottle, and I said, I'm gonna sit up here by myself and drink. I like this can't, wine. can't can't argue with the results. Our guy finished in first place, fifty five what? Fifty five twelve. Fifty five twelve. It's a PR by like a minute and a half, right? Fifty six fifty two, so a yeah. minute forty. Wow. And on Alex, the grid, which is not known to be fast. So you, you guys have run the the grid before. How did this course compare to like the other grid courses that you've done? Uh, JK, you've just done, or you did? No, you've only done once, yeah, right? So uh, that was my second. That's your second, race. and <laughs> yeah, 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 Sim like very similar to Manchester Worlds. Um, I mean, we'll we'll get stuck into how we all felt about things like the sleds, and then. Um, the transitions, like the rock zone and stuff. But to me personally, it was pretty, pretty similar. Yeah. Alex, you've done, you're just the staple in these, in these championship races. Like you show out and like you, I think the only time you've missed a podium in a championship race was here last year, correct? That you've been in? Yes, in Chicago. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And that you were fourth that day? Yeah. You rallied from yeah. fourth. It was looking like you were going to get like ninth but that day. It like, was, nope. it was a, completely different like uh setup it was just half of the hall like it was right it the was run yesterday was much less. yeah, yes. yeah. Uh, yesterday it was more like suitable for runners if you have a big running background mm. you should have done like better than uh i want to get into that because when i look at the results jk is kind of like i don't know necessarily his background like fully and his his running pedigree but like if you go through the results the dudes who need the stations to stay in the race were the were tenth through fifteenth. Really? Guys like Graham Holiday, John Wynn, uh, Peter Schiller. Mm -hmm. Like if you couldn't run on this course, you were kind of spit out, spit out the back. So, so the way the format was is to generally there will be three, two and a half to four laps, right, in Hyrax. And this was kind of like two on the nose. So it was just mm -hmm. two big loops, incredibly long straightaways. Have you ever had a course this long? No, I, 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 I don't remember. Yeah, so Hong Kong was very similar. Hong Kong. Hong Kong was very similar. Yeah, okay. Except that makes sense. I'll say Hong Kong's, um, Hong Kong sleds were slightly uh, faster. Faster. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, That's crazy. And you've heard it from the horse's mouth now because I have I did it with Tom Hogan, with Gabe Heck, and definitely faster. Gabe, well, Gabe, Gabe went out, came out and said that too after his last race, which was what, Singapore, right? Oh, yeah. His sleds were like probably like six times as long. <laughs> and he was yeah. like, well, looks like we got fast ones the first time. Yeah. Not taking away from the effort because he was so fast on that day. He was running like crazy, oh. but he's a really good runner. Yeah, yeah. It was great from like – my point of view, like I was, I was, um, I don't know, I was ranked or sitting like ninth or eighth most of the race yesterday. Mm. It was good because those long straightaways, I could still, I could still see you, I could still see Tim Varnish ahead of me. Mm. So it kept me, it kept me going mm. a little bit more rather than like four laps and you actually feel as if you're actually like on your lonesome if that makes sense mm, so it does right like whereas in manchester the laps were so short people were getting lapped like early 
early in that race. Yeah, one lap, uh, one straight was about like 40, 45 seconds till the next corner, I think. Yeah, for like, sure. Maybe yeah. for you, it was probably about 55 for me. <laughs> no, we were running, running like four minutes. Yeah. 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 Per kil- so that they were, they, first, and I, I think the, the the it was a bit more than a, a kilometer. I, would I think, think so too. I think yeah. the run itself was was longer than it was that. A bit longer. Also, that first run. What do you reckon that first run was? Oh yeah, that was pretty short. Wasn't so it? like the first run, then compared to I think I came else. in and looked at my watch. I probably came in there fourteenth and was like three twenty five or something like that. Did you, did you come in? I was pretty. Yeah, I was back. In? It was like a big group of us. So let's just start there then. Who? Um, you- JK's got in this podcast, by the yeah, way. He's here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm. Um, no, who? So everyone came into the skis. I, I, um, I think I was maybe like sixth or seventh. And um, who were you guys in the the mix up of of the skis? Was anyone in that that happened right in front of me? Yeah. Right so in front of me. Where did you come in? Like, were you placed first? Were you placed second? Or? So, coming into the ski, I was fifth. And it was Tim Vinish yeah. and David Magida right in front of me. And Magida started slowing down as we started going down the aisle, like, towards the ski. And I, I pushed him on his back. I was like, keep going. Keep, don't slow down. Like, slow down when yeah. you get to the ski. So, he kept going. And it almost became like musical chairs because you're not necessarily – sure which you can't really tell which machine you're going to be using and tim kept going and next thing you know magita got on the one tim was going to hop on and then no i hopped on the one it wasn't that magita it wasn't no, his fault no 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 and uh, well yeah and, and next ne- sorry you can no yeah i mean next thing you know he tried to get on after the one Magita took from him. He realized I was right behind Magita, so he couldn't get on that one. And next thing you know, everyone's falling in line on the ski ergs. And <laughs> Graham got that one, and then Tim had to go maybe ninth or tenth. Um, he said he lost. He lost at least fifteen seconds. I believe right it. There, I believe it. What do you What do you guys think? We can now. We're kind of talking about this, like the the format of the grid that they've had in the past championships, two or three at least, has been like yeah, first come, first serve. But you think that first station should just be assigned? Like, should we just be like, you're the 15th seed, here's your ski erg. And then after that, it can be first come, first serve, come it, in. Is that, is that, um, the, the only question I throw at that is, um, is everyone doing the same amount of, um, running total if that is the case? You still have the transition out Correct. of the. So I think that's more standardized. I think it makes sense. Yeah. But I think mistakes will happen anyways. It's like you, you can't like, knew where your lane is uh, it, uh, we had this in leipzig like 2021 mm. every everybody has his like assigned lane and it happened that you were coming like into the burpees and somebody was on your lane so you had it for the whole time like it was assigned lane the whole time well but if this happens you should talk about the idea of penalizing the athletes because you brief them into their lanes and if they go to the wrong lane mm. this should be a penalized yeah, I think that opens up things. We, I, I feel like the less amount of penalties we can have in these events, the better, you know, like, and if the mistakes happen and... I think yesterday it would be good, like, Rylan, I think, came in first on, onto the ski. I was second. And we had our judges right next to the ski erks. Like, mm-hmm. they were raising their hands and, like, expecting us there. And if uh, David Megida and Tim Wenish uh, knew their judges, mm-hmm. and if they were staying at the skis, 
then there would be no problem. Like everybody's running to to the judge. Yeah, he's staying so next to the ski, and you ski at this. Like, yeah. If we have our own individual judge, which we do, mm-hmm. we should have our. I, I personally think we should have our own individual lane. And as you say, you run to your judge. You know, it's hard though. Yeah. I mean, I, I saw my judge. I talked to him, but out there, I was kind of like, I've, I don't know who I'm looking for here. You know, so. I don't know. It's it's the the grid format seems like it's a good way. I kind of like racing it just because you can really see where everybody is. Even though like for times it's probably a little bit slower. Like we talked about, there's a lot more turning, farmers lunges, burpee broadings, probably a little bit slower. But I like it. I think it makes sense. Like being able to to see where everybody's at. How's how's everybody feeling? Like at this point in the race, like when you get on the ski and you're you take those first couple pulls, I feel like you know immediately. Like if you're if you're feeling good or not that day. And I know for me, I like Alice can speak to, you know, his race. Cause he was freaking hauling ass on the ski, but like I started pulling, it was low one forties and it felt comfortable. And right in that moment, I was like, I think today's going to be, today's going to be a good day. So Alex, you hammered that same thing. here, same here. Did uh, I, I started like pulling. It was one thirty six, one thirty seven <laughs> at, at the beginning. And I was like, okay, 138 is enough like for the first 500 and i, I did it like what's your uh, what's your 2k do you have a 2k ski no what not, do you think not really not you think really you could hold i can 640 yeah i think you can hold 139 yeah six i did 640 640 is possible yeah that's that's possible yeah it's like one but, 140s 140. yeah. yeah i would i would think so if you're just coming in there cruising 136s probably JK, you know your 2K ski? No, not 2K ski. I, I've I've never tested a 2K ski. It's hard. It's hard to test no, it because you. if you if you come to the gym, warm up, and test it, you're done. For, you're done. For the day. <laughs> it, ha- it has to be that. It <laughs> has to be the plan. <laughs> Same with the row. It's like after I did our 2K row maybe like two or three months ago, and I was like, I'm gonna lay here, and then I'm gonna go home. That's one of the worst tests. That's wor- I think that's worse than the ski because you can always generate more power through your legs. For me, on the ski, at a certain point, I'm kind of like out of power and I'm just like I just need to try to hang on aerobically but uh-huh. on the row it's just like brutal awful yeah. what would like my um my theory if I'm on or not during a race is straight after the sled push so like if I can if I can compromise run really well and efficiently straight after that push I know I'm going to have a good day yeah. I, I'm that way too. Yeah. I can I can overdo it on the push, yeah, so yeah, it's like yeah. clear as day when it's like, oh fuck, this, is not, yeah. Yeah, this might not go well. So when you talk about compromise running, what do you guys think is more important, compromise running or the compromise station work? We've we've talked about this before. Um, I would say the compromise running, just because that's everything good over here, Rich. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you're fine. Keep, keep talking. There's, I'm, I'm picking up some sort of feedback. It sounds like there's someone's like phone or tablet or something is is like going. This this is weird in person. It's like I'm hearing things that I can't hear. Like the microphone hears things that my ears can't hear. If that makes any sense, I don't know. We're just experimenting here. Go ahead. <laughs> well, just the running is what you spend the most time doing. And a high rocks. Yeah. Once you add in the run plus the rock zone and like the compromise stations, some of the stations are in terms of duration are much shorter than what your run would be. Like, I think that that's the bread and butter. I mean, we kind of alluded to that earlier with the results in this race. 
And do you know? would you say the sleds are the thing that is the most important station to be able to do compromised? I I I actually think the ergs are now. Oh yeah? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like you can um uh make up a lot of time, let's just say, or or be more efficient on them without uh spending a lot more energy than others, if that makes sense. Mm. Um, so, yeah, sleds are a lot uh, like um, very important, but um, I I personally think the ergs. All right, let's talk about the sleds. Are we ready? <laughs> just just get straight to the, the to the to Let, the. Let's talk about these sleds. Meat and potatoes here. We're here to talk about the sleds. What do you guys think of the sleds? From from the perspective of the races that you guys typically have, how do these compare? How do these compare to like other championship races? Like, what did you think? They were like very easy yesterday uh, compared to the other American races that I had, and they were like easy compared to European sleds, and that that I think means a lot. And I don't know if if it was like a new carpet, new sleds, or um, I'm not sure what it was, but. It was way too easy, and that's why why it was like a runner's race yesterday. Mm. That shit was the lightest sled I've ever pushed in my entire <laughs> life. That was so light. We've it been training ridiculous. hard, though, dude. We've been that's training true. hard. That's not it had nothing to do with the carpet. It wasn't the sleds. It was just we've just been crushing training, dude. But what about the weights on the sled pull yesterday? What about a? I heard some rumors that there were one plate less. It was twelve kilos short what it was 25 pounds on the side pull right they messed it up and it was i guess i was coming in and they realized it and then they just said fuck it those sled the sled pull was incredibly light um but what's really 25 pounds is not gonna significantly change the pace of the probably, pull probably not a ton probably not but still um, like it it felt like it felt like it was just moving. Like there was never usually like on a sled pull and sled push too. Like there will be sticking points, right? And sometimes it will move the full length of like the box. Sometimes I'll have to like kind of stop and kind of reset. And, and none of that. Like, you could pull it and then do an extra pull. I bet if we wanted to do arms, we could have might have done it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, but these these kind of uh, mistakes can't happen. I mean, it happened before. We did um, one plate less in Vegas. That was not a mistake, though. It was not a mistake, yeah. but I mean, it was a mistake. It, just, it, it was a mistake it, for it's, them to it's do a that, pro- yeah. but they did it on purpose. It's, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I agree. And, that, uh, these were the lightest sleds I felt sent to then. That's what I, that's what yeah, I think. Yeah. And when they were actually were light. Sure. So it's funny, like, and I agree with you, boys. Um, I wouldn't say it was light. I, I, I would say it's it was consistent to what I've been used to with other races mm. um i'd caught up with graham and and john and they were probably uh 13th or 14th lane so at the mm. end and they had a shocking time yeah absolute shocking time so you know like what my kind of question is like i wonder if hyrox uh um actually test all lanes or do they just test like one and go sweet like like we're sweet well, what are like, they supposed to know. what are they supposed to do right like if they test all the lanes are you going to be like this one actually needs 20 more kilos and then like you get yeah. there and you're like there's more fucking weight on this one how is that but fair but it's like oh no we tested it like like if they test all of them they're just going to open themselves up to trying to fix that problem and uh, and you can't really fix it have you guys seen 
how they test it? Have you seen them actually, they have this little dongle or I don't know what it is and they test the, the, the friction. And um, mm. I've seen it because in Hong Kong, Tom Hogan and I, uh, were, was we were there because we had to push 240 kilos, not 202. Right. So we were, when we got told that, um, they showed us why, which was really professional. Right. And then uh, we were very annoyed and nervous about that, but it ended up resulting in a very, very fast push anyway, so it didn't matter. So it's like they can't win. No, we can't win either. No, no, not with this. Not Just with don't this. Don't be, don't be, don't be on the thirteenth, fourteenth yeah. lanes. Yeah, you gotta be. You got to be in the fight. That <laughs> Come was on my, now. I, when I I did watch the race last night, I did the same thing. Kent did. Got back here. Was all fired up. Watched the race until like two in the morning. I was like, this is such a, such a bad idea to do this. But I think you are you are kind of right about being in the race. Like uh, you, Alex. Ryan and, and Rylan, you guys were racing each other and you guys had the fastest sled push times. And I think it was just being in that like group of three that we saw the fastest where the rest of us were, I was racing Dylan, right? And I was matching Dylan's time at that, at that point. And we were both around the same kind of times. So like we could have been there and our times could have been as fast as everybody else's, but it would, would have damaged us probably much worse. And, and maybe at the back half that was, they were racing each other and being 13th, 14th in this championship race, like it's probably not a great place to be that early, you know? So I think it is just a matter of like being in the race and having the race kind of drive that sled forward for you guys. I mean, I, I watched, I looked over during the um, sled push, like on the third and fourth lane. And I was just like taking care to not go too fast. Like it's not necessary because the sled were really light. But I watched over and I saw guys like struggling, like strong guys. And for me, it's like, Damn, I'm killing wow. it. I'm just that guy today. And, no, but, <laughs> but how they are struggling, struggling. They they squat for sure more uh, than we do, maybe. And why are they slower? And right. it's not their first sled push. They know how to push a sled. Right, right. And there should there has to be a difference in the carpet or at the sleds or something. My, it's impossible. I, I plan to break in the middle of every length, and I came into the push and just started going with it. And within a few steps, I I knew that I wasn't going to stop until it was all the way to the other end. I ended up doing that each each length. I never stopped except the last one. I did do a quick stop right before I finished the push, just to kind of like take that little breather that I've talked about in the past. And then, but I could have pushed it. I could have yeah. pushed it all the way. And I, I, I mean, I've been working it and training, but I don't know. I don't know. Dude, your shit was sliding like it was like like the back part was kind of it was like spinning in circles, like literally on ice on the way down. Dude, you were strong. You were strong as shit yesterday, oh, dude. Um, when did you, uh, Kent? When did you take um, Rylan? So I came into the push probably fifteen to twenty seconds behind Rylan and and Alex, and came out before before like f five to ten seconds and then i yeah. never i never gave it up after that well you never saw them again mate oh i saw them <laughs> i saw them they were they were lurking feeling that heat they were lurking which was for me was it was wild because rylan he's still kind of an unknown like you sort of i know he's a great runner um and he's improved on his stations, but I remember thinking burpee broad jumps have been one of my kind of like an ace in my hat 
whatever however you say that phrase. Ace in the hole. Ace in the hole. Yeah, ace in the hole. Ace in your hat. Or ace you in just hat. like I'm gonna have hats and like playing cards coming out of them. What does that even mean? I don't know. Um, and I was like, okay, after burpee broad jumps, like it's just gonna be like Alex and myself. Like Ryland's gonna fade, and then he was still hanging around. And then we got to row, and I'm like, okay, I just kept saying every station, this is gonna be the station that he falls off, and it never happened. It never happened. I was waiting for this too, yeah. <laughs> but to be honest, I didn't expect like a, a race like this that just just the three of us like battle for the for the podium, and um, I was expecting like more more uh, more guys Same. in 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 the front. It, it'll it'd be interesting to I I know it's a different race, uh, grid versus a normal Hyrox, but be interesting to uh, compare Ryland's uh, splits from yesterday to two weeks ago. His ru- his um station or runs just total just oh, sorry just everything because his his, go, his sleds were definitely slower in in, in Spain in v- Valencia yes yeah. yes I I wonder what, how his runs were and yeah he obviously to... improved his wall balls I think as well about a minute his runs are probably his runs were probably the rest mm. you know um, how much time do you think we lose by doing down and back for burpees farmers like 20 seconds per, per station per station yeah where so, was where so, was the mat yesterday though for the was it as soon as we came in was that where our split counted for our stations because there was no because usually when you come into the rock zone there was an arch yeah. like the so second that, one so that arch yeah. yeah when we were coming in was the mat to that's go in right which but is I, i'm not sure no 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 and then like five meters was another i think there was another. There was another mat to get yeah, into. Yeah, yeah. Oh, maybe there was a mat to get in the arch, and then there was another mat to get into. That's the why the skier my skier time was about three fifty something. Yeah. So that's, yeah, okay. But where was out? I don't know. Yeah. I, w- I don't know if out was at, at that. I didn't notice. It was because out could have been around. It was before you turned left, where they like there was a pack of of bottles. If you noticed, so it was it was we had to turn a quick left. And a twenty meter dash, and it was there, or the first left, or that. First no, no, no. Like you, you coming out of the like, yep. uh, and then just like twenty meters. Yeah, but front. it was probably a good five, ten seconds. Yeah, yeah, yeah for okay. sure. At least, yeah, 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 right yeah, before you made the yeah. hook. To yeah, 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 yeah. So that's a five, ten second on top. Right. That's a five, ten second on top of your station. Work. So it's hard to so it's hard to know. Exactly. Can't you you took a split of what the lunges from the time you picked up the bag mm-hmm. until the time you dropped the bag, mm-hmm. and it was what was it two forty nine? And like generally, yours is going to be pretty close to three flat, mm-hmm. right? So say ten seconds. I mean, I mean, we we've got housekeeping. Oh let goodness. them hey, let them know we have a late checkout. One p.m. is our checkout. Oh my goodness! We have special a guest. special guest. Are you back? Are house? you back already? Mike, come over here. Heck yeah. Meg Jacoby. We'll, we'll share this mic. Is uh, in the house. We each have one mic to two people now. Um, I mean, it's, it's easy to say like Hunter yeah. uh, stopped my uh, sled push. And it was like a 159. You remember mm-hmm. yesterday? Mm-hmm. What, uh, what do you mean he stopped it? Yeah. When I started like pushing. Oh, he did. Yeah. He did it. And I had a 159. But on the... Like on the results, I had a two twenty something. That means like about so right twenty now, seconds. Would would you say that 
whatever advantage and it's hard to quantify the sled situation you know like i don't i don't really know but would you say the fact that we were on a grid and yeah maybe the sleds were fast maybe 30 seconds for the push 30 seconds for the pull we're at a minute the grid kind of cancels that out can't just and whatever wants, our time was is actually can't just what's his time. time can't just wants time to be legit right now. He's like, tell me that I ran. You PR <laughs> I mean, if if he did if he did the normal, if he did the normal race, agrees. you could you could have been I under think, the world I record. Think that's fair to say that it kind of it just kind of negates it, like kind of makes it just like like. Did even. you feel the sleds were moving pretty? Brand new okay. carpets. Yeah, light. That's, that's the reason. But the, the it's the first race in the U.S. Yeah. of the season. Carpets were brand new; they had not been used. This is we always see this. These carpets that'll be used in the last U.S. race, the pushes will be slower. This is what I feel like we know to be true. And also, this like it's like the perfect. We still probably had the old sleds, though. Like we did definitely have the old sleds. So when you get like the the Hong Kong scenario, new sleds, new carpet is just yeah. like, or like what we're seeing in Australia for those first two races that were pretty quick. Yeah. Um, and then we're going to get those Hemsworth sleds. Apparently. Those things are going to be cooking. They're going to be real fast. That's JK's boy, right? That's your guy? Yeah. yeah. He, he's a good-looking man, isn't he? I'm, I'm not sure which one. He's up there. 100%. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's a movie star. It's, it, it, we're talking about Thor here. No, or Thor's brother? No, Thor. It is Thor. It's Thor. It's, that it's is Thor. also yeah, my yeah. celebrity crush, just saying. So yeah. Does, you guys really nailed it. The celebrity are actually Thor. Both. <laughs> um, so yeah, Meg, chime in a little bit on on how was your sled pull then? Did you also feel that that was pretty quick? Pretty quick, but you know, your girls is also very good at it. So <laughs> no, I yeah, I felt like the sleds definitely moved. How I think we just hope that they will. You know what I mean? I think that's what I think. Everybody that has raced this race hopes that they feel the way they felt for us yesterday. And we've experienced that not feeling that way many times. So I feel like we were due. We were due for that. This year, the the European races are slow. Yeah, right? That is I may be in the minority here, but I'm one that I I think the sled should be a place that just kind of like stops everyone in their tracks. Yes. Like, I I somewhat agree because what you're saying there, Meg, it, it... Yesterday changed the whole race. And like, let's, as we discussed 15 minutes ago, the likes of John Wynn, Graham Halliday, um, who need the stations to be, or they need to be on for the stations and, 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 um, harder stations are better for them or, or, um, harder sleds are better for them. Uh, it changes the race dramatically. But like, dramatically. I guess like the argument for that would be like, well, then they should have pushed it in two minutes, like Kent did, correct? Right? Yeah. Like it should be, they should be able to be faster. Like, does it does it need to be slow for them to for these people who are better at like the sled work to, or like, or is that a hole in their game? Right? Like, not necessarily them in particular, but like if you can't put yourself in this work rate that's that high, like then you should probably like work on that right because there's going to be a point where everyone's going to be so good at the sleds they're going to have to then push them fast it's not about like getting through them if we keep seeing races like yesterday though there's going to be new athletes on like the podiums that we're not used to seeing um and you know i know paleo has made some some major 
gains in his high rocks fitness. But that course, without a doubt, favored somebody like Paleo yesterday. And so are you saying it favored the runners? We were saying earlier that when you look at the results, the first, if you go down the men's race, like the first 10 or 11 are probably the best runners in the field. And the last four or five were more of like, like the a guys strength, who, like yeah. coming from the strength side. If you couldn't okay. run, you were not mm-hmm. even in the the mix yesterday. So you're saying the heavier sleds you think slows down the runner types and it gives the strength people more of an advantage. But like I'm gonna challenge that because the people that are good at pushing heavy weight, like how is that gonna help them in the compromised running side of things? Like we're as runners and I'm a runner, I'm coming from the running side more. So I think I have a good blend of both, but like for me, the sleds heavier or faster, I don't think they impact my running either way that much. Does that make sense? It does make sense, but it doesn't slow down the compromised running, but they just spend less energy on the sleds. Like just imagine someone who is really weak he will spend like close to 90% of his max effort only for the sleds. If a guy like Peter Schiller, for example, he is really strong, he's pushing the sleds with probably just 60% of his max effort. Of course, he can't run that fast, but this affects, it's a whole energy level that goes dramatically down after the sleds if you are not strong enough. In your case, you are like probably stronger than most of the boys in the game. So... Thank you. I would take that. <laughs> this That's won't affect compliment. you at all because you're very strong. <laughs> and, nailing it right now, guys. And you, I do, I do. And you are the, the strongest woman in the field by far. I doubt that any woman in the field has your back squat or your front squat PR. Also, I will take that as a very so, high compliment. Thank that's, you that's, to I the think listeners. The you heard it here. <laughs> Max is strongest in the High Rocks game. So uh, I had a question for for JK and, and Alex, uh, you guys traveling over here. And that was another thing too. Like if we want to start looking at trends, the the US-based athletes did a little bit better in, in this US-based course, right? For me, I, I can tell you that this was something I had circled for sure. Ken had, had it circled, Meg had it circled. Like we were like, we're coming for this race. This is going to be like wh- how we want to be as prepared as possible for this. Where does this line up for you guys in terms of your season? Like how, what, what level of importance was this for you coming in here? Like it was not the most the most important race. It was like my main goal was just to qualify for the world champs, mm-hmm. and um, and I I didn't really knew where I'm at. Like my last race was in Manchester, like mm-hmm. uh, six months ago, and I didn't know like how my training if it like works out if I did just shit uh, what I've what I have done like the last uh, couple of months. But uh, yeah, I was expecting to qualify. I knew like the American guys would uh, try to win, try to stay in front, and it was just like I uh, predicted. And um, yeah, now I'm I will focus on the next majors and uh, put my main focus on the world champs. You've you've always been a guy that no matter where the race is in the world, you always seem to just like show up and get on the podium, which is honestly like, just freaking super impressive. Um, do you think the travel? makes makes a difference for you or are you just used to it at this point to where like i don't know if i'm used to it i I mean it was not my first time like uh traveling here and racing here um 
but what maybe makes a difference that I'm used like to train um, tired, uh, like fresh, like at any time of the mm-hmm. day, early in the morning, uh, uh, late in the night. And I think that's what prepares me like for, for this kind of the races. I didn't slept well the, uh, the last mm-hmm. couple of days, but okay. I, I don't think that this like affected my fitness a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And JK, I mean, this dude was in Hong Kong last year, dropping <laughs> dropping fifty nines, like fifty eight something. What's, what's kind of your what's on, your bro. was it fifty eight? I apologize. In, in Hong Kong, it was yeah yeah. What's your take on like the travel situation, or do you even have one? I I don't I, like honestly, I I don't see it as a thing. But I think I've I think I've just mentally just told myself it's not a thing, but. Also, I am very. Um, I have a very structured approach to how I travel, and that is to give myself as much time as possible in the time zone that I'm racing. So, just an example: I was here on Monday, so I had five nights, um, and I'm I'm lucky that I can do that because I'm full time online, so I can work uh, wherever. Um, but I, I just tell myself it's not a thing. Um, and shouts to JK real quick too, for this is, this dude barely creeped into the elite 15. We know that everyone knows this story by now showed up and got, what was your finish at worlds? Eighth. Eighth. Came here, finished sixth. Can we just also say that he found out 30 minutes before the race that he was racing in the world championship and then came in eighth that we're missing that very important detail. I think people know people know. All right. I'm just well, we're reiterating. Yeah. Insane. No, he's just like, dude, you're showing up, man. I think you're 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 you're. I don't want to say you're. You're overachieving, but like, I think you're showing that. Like you're one of the dudes, you know. Like you belong in this field, yeah. you know. And the more I'm, the more I'm racing, the more I'm kind of understanding that myself. And like Meg, on that, I think the reason why I did well at World Champs was because I only got thirty. You didn't, you, you didn't know, like, have time <laughs> all week time. to think about but it. When she got out there. Yeah. I was so excited. Yeah. Well, and you're not, you're not overthinking anything. No. You didn't have time to do that. It was just like. Yeah, I'm in. And then you're getting warmed up. Yeah. Which is, I remember hearing that story because obviously the women raced first. So I didn't know this happened until after. And I was like, wait, what? Like, what? What? Because I'm looking, Tim's not in there. I'm like, what happened? Um, So I was very, very impressed. But I guess like, like moving forward to this season, I guess the one thing that I've, I'm, I'm, um, oh, until yesterday, Rich was in the same kind of playing field as I am still, right? I still had to, um, I still have to try to get a good time because I'm actually right here, right now, after coming sixth yesterday, I'm actually ranked 16th in the Elite 15. Isn't that, right isn't that crazy? So, yeah. and it is what it is, right? But to answer your question about, was I coming in for this being my A race? Well, to me, every race is so important for me. Um, I, that was my third race this season. That was my third pretty much 59. I did a 59 
you're due you're due for a breakthrough here soon mate yeah it's it's coming i i know i I can i can feel it like it's really coming but um you know like rich to answer your question i'm i'm due for a breakthrough i'm hungry for that breakthrough fingers crossed i'm still there for stockholm and that's that's my next a race like i'm not going to stockholm so you'll You'll get at least that one roll down spot. Because we got three races between now and then. One's in Barcelona. Mate. Are you going to try to get a race in before Stockholm? I was talking to Bo Wills, who's now 17th. Yeah. We are talking about that this morning. And no, I'm not because... Um, That's next week or it's next, Barcelona? It's next week. And yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm in Chicago right now. I don't want to go back no, to Germany no, no. and then back to Barcelona. Give like, yourself a few weeks. Mm. Get back to your routine, hit some uh, like two good hard weeks of training. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And see what that does for you. And then that might be the the pop that you need. Yeah. But you know, it's funny, Meg. Like, I'm like, I'm just competitive with myself, right? I, since last year and since getting the roll down 30 minutes prior to the race, I told myself this year, I never want to be a roll downer. (laughs) (laughs) Never want to be a roll downer. Consequently, right now, You'll happily a take down. a roll down. Let, let me let me tell you, roll downs are the bomb, dude. You know, you know what I found out last night at dinner was that Rich has now qualified for all of the majors. Yep, and I have punched my ticket to all of the majors for next season. Too. Which none of this makes any sense to me, the but ro- I will take it. I will. I will take it for sure. Yeah. It makes literally zero sense for the sport to be this way. The only thing. You know, like there, for there seems to be two camps on like how to to like grow like the sport, right? It's like make stories, put highlights on the athletes, like have the same type of people at all the races, so there can be like a story that's through all of the different races. You know, we have like some professional commentators, people that know what they're doing, and they they're like getting to know us. And they're going to be the same people each time. So be like, oh, last time this person was in the race, they did this and X Y Z. Or you can actually just have the sport be the sport and have the best athletes show up on that day, and that's the story. So I think that this move of having the roll down for the roll, like the roll down for the, the automatic qualifiers for the rest of the other majors, is more on the la- the former part, where they want to create stories around the athletes as opposed to like actually having the best athletes in the each major, because like it doesn't make any sense. Right, like, like they were just like looking for ways to get the same people in it. So, re, really, by the time DC rolls around, there may be no spots on time. It may just be automatic qualifiers for that last major. If that, like, it's yeah, it's yeah, not yeah, going to work out could, that way. Yeah, but it it could, like, it it could be that. Because right now, the boys, there's five or ah, oh, sorry, the. There's seven. Seven auto qualifiers for, for the majors. each majors. The girls is eight. Is that correct? Yeah. No, uh, is it? I'm, I'm pretty sure it's only Because only had one yesterday. No, no, they messed up something. Like, we checked the line. It's Miriam Van Roor is, like, in the automatic, but, she but she's be. not. Like, yeah, just the line and, is wrong. And just Camilla, seven, got, seven, I think. just Camilla got the roll down yesterday because it's a top five, and Vivian already had one, and they, they won't roll down the six. Yeah. Um, which is, I guess, good. <laughs> so are we using the word roll downer now as a negative term or just asking for a friend? <laughs> so JK, you're a fucking roll downer. 
<laughs> Unless I go that to Barcelona roll, next week and crack a crack a fifty seven. Those roll downers, Paleo and Rich, they're in all the freaking races right. now. That's what I would be saying. I'm gonna say that on race brand. We talking so much shit on those roll downers. But like, <laughs> so that kind of no, go you go. I was just thinking how both Rich and Paleo weren't even in this race yesterday until a few days prior. Yeah, Paleo like two days prior. Yeah, literally. And these dudes finished fourth and fifth in the race. Runners. Agreed. And I came up to you after the race, uh, Rich, and said, like, how good is it to how good is it to race? Right? Yeah. How good is it to race and not care about time? Like like in my head, and you know what, I'll 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 tell you guys this. Like I did Sydney, which was like the first race of the season um and legendary legend as they say yeah it was because i i smashed him (laughs) i smashed him and you know what i raced i didn't care about time i raced because i wanted to i wanted to i wanted to beat ricky Mm -hmm. i wanted to beat ricky tick munich a couple weeks ago again i mentally i just changed i just i've just been changing my mentality behind what we have to do this year and it's racing rather than time trialing. So again, I was racing and ended up winning that one. And then again, yesterday and the whole major setup now, it's, it's all about racing. And what I'm, what the most important thing about this is, I think we will, I think we'll understand by, um, is Washington the fourth major? That's the last one. Yeah. Who, who are racers and who are time trialers? Full stop. There is a massive difference between running a regular season race and popping a good time and then coming in the Elite 15 and running with the world champion, the world champion runner-up, the third-place woman. We That that changes the entire game. Yeah. It changes it for me, and I was second place at Worlds last year. It's a game-changer, and if you don't know how to handle that and you don't know how to run your own strategy – you can get really swept up in the fire. I think some girls probably experienced that a little bit yesterday. We had a lot of um, newer faces on the women's side that we have not seen at uh, the majors last year yeah. or at, at Worlds last year. And all are very, very talented athletes. But I'm sure they felt that that difference of that type of race yesterday and like – and it's good they got that experience because if this is your goal and this is where you want to be, you have to be prepared for, for how that can happen very easily. So is it a difference if you race against the same individuals in a major or in a normal race, even if it's the same individuals you are racing against? I, I think yes and no. The because stakes, I, The stakes are higher. The stakes are higher. There's a lot more pressure. I think the grid, I think people, there are people who do very well on the grid. There are people who don't do as well on the grid in comparison to a normal race. Um, I think that when you race people, though, generally you learn their style. So you know what they, you know what they're going to do. You know how they're going to attack it. You know how they're going to approach it. And you just have to be confident enough in your own strategy to let them do whatever they need to do. And you just do you. Okay, were you surprised when you were crossing, like, passing yes. Lauren Weeks yesterday? Was this a surprise for you? At the point of the race in which it happened, I was surprised. I've, I've had this, we've had this scenario at least 
twice, maybe almost three times where I've raced her. And it's usually around the row um, and coming off the row. Even at Worlds, I had caught up to her exactly. We came off the row together. I could not run off the row and she was hauling ass. And I was like, well, this is normally where I might be able to take over and it is just not happening today. It was just kind of, she just had it. She was just had it that day. But that's where it has happened. And in Chicago last year, it was the same same thing. So doing it, coming off the sled pull, um, I was I was a bit surprised. So, yeah. I want to give Alex Ronkovich a shout out. I was been, I've been waiting to say this, but last night we had a little after party and I said to a bunch of people that I think Alex Ronkovich is the most consistent male high rocks athlete. And I just feel like he's due some, some credit because he always podiums at every, at every one of these, he's, you know, he's going to be in the the running for top two, top three every single time. Um, so I think he's, I think he's owed a lot of credit for won, that. You haven't won a world you, title you. yet. Have you? No, he and I both have the I'm same feeling, it. I think, where I remember we went out after and we were like, we just kind of had a look to each other like, yep, you know. Our, our time will come. <laughs> yes, exactly. I'm sure. He will win the title when he is doing an altitude camp with you. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Who Who's it going to be this year? Who's Who's going to be the one to take down Hoon? Who's it going to be? What the world? Who, do, who has the best chances? It's probably Shadek. You, Shadek. <laughs> He's gonna ruin the race for Hunter. He'll get he'll get out hot. Hunter will get all flustered by it. Hunter's gonna. Uh, He's gonna race. I don't know. We will see him he, in Stockholm. I think he, like, last year though. Last year though, he didn't really race until the back half. Yeah, I think. Maybe. I think this season is too long the way that we're forced to do it, and like to have the luxury of someone like Hunter to be in shape and to actually race like it's a season, like a short half, yeah, yeah, like yeah. four month season. I think is a huge advantage. Um, so I think he can do. It. I don't think he needs to be like no, but he can. Um, he can say all he wants on the on the live streams, like yesterday, like he was bagging out the sleds and bagging out the race. But, mate, you weren't the one, like, you didn't come to race, so you can't say anything, man. Like, you know, like, come and race, bro. He, I heard he's doing Sweden? Stockholm, yeah. Yeah. yeah I heard it too, I think but we'll see. I think he was pretty shocked by some of the performances yesterday. Yeah. Um, he, he actually sent me a text and was just like, congrats, dude. Well, you know? I think it scares him. He's seeing your performances and he's scared and he knows that you are strong and that's why he's trash talking about it. Those studs were light though. I mean, it's not that strong. Yeah, but... <laughs> yeah. yeah, but will will that make him come to Stockholm or will that go, oh, give me two extra months to be prime for Vienna? You know, will that actually get him... Because he's doing London doubles um, the week before, you know, so. He will stay in Europe and yeah, do Stockholm for do sure. Like, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, he has a He'll week like to recover or I don't know. As well. He'll probably, he can. Maybe it doesn't matter, anything. but we will see him race. We'll know like um, how his shape is. Yeah. Hunter, and very rarely, very rarely do you catch him on an off day. I mean, even if he's a little off his game, he's usually good enough to to win. And 
it's going to be fun for me to not be in Stockholm and <laughs> and be able to just like watch this race from a from afar. We'll do a just, watch along. We'll do a watch along for we'll that. Do one. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So you guys are staying for Deca? Oh, we got to do Deca. Never mind. No, but I thought I heard a few weeks ago, Rich, that if you got your qualifications for the Hyrox majors, you would go to all of them. No, no. Um, he said that. Who said that? You said that. Where's the Race tape? Race Brain podcast. <laughs> Where's the tape? Everything I say on Race Brain doesn't make is is not. I mean nothing. I, nothing I say is any carries any weight. Um, no, I mean it would be nice to go out there. It's just a lot, man. Like the travel. We're looking at Vienna. Like that seems to make a little bit more time, more sense in terms of a timeline. Feb- February. Yeah. Oh, I think I was saying that just so I could bump Euros out. I think that was, I was like, I'm going to go to every race and just, and then I'm going to sign up for every race and just not show up. That's what I'm going to do. Oh, don't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a roll we'll down. You're a freaking roll down or no respect to them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, the, like, I mean, there's going to be, how many of you guys are in the DECA world champs? Like five? Now, uh, yeah, me, Magida, and Dylan. Magida, Ryland. Oh, Ryland. Yeah. Dylan. Dylan doesn't have autos to. So, JK, you're in front of Dylan still. Yeah, Dylan, Dylan's going to be down now. And Sandy's down. Sandy's got to be, what, 20 something? Yeah. That's, yeah. that's crazy. I'm not sure if he's racing Stockholm. But he's, yeah. It's not a sure thing. I mean, if there's going to be at least know. four Americans not going, it will be a really mixed up field, I guess. Hunter goes. Lineup in, in Stockholm. Goes, yeah. Because you would imagine most Europeans who were being that, like the athletes who couldn't make it here, will probably go to be Stockholm. there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. probably why they didn't come. Mm. So, to just try to put a bow on all this, how is everyone feeling after the first major? Because this, sometimes I forget that World Champs was almost like six months ago. I'm like, this is so early in the season, but I'm also like, it's been six months since Manchester. Um. But first, first major out of the way. Uh, are we, are we good with where we're at? Are we happy with our performances? Obviously, I'm. I mean, I'm on cloud nine. Yeah. I'm, I'm. I'm just a little bit happy. Just because of that race. Just, just a little bit. Oh, okay. But your boy's been dialed. He's been dialed in Locked for ten in. weeks. Yep. I've been. I haven't been secretive about like being prepared, feeling ready. I've. I've been open about it, and like to have it actually like do it on the big stage was like just super gratifying for me. Um, but I, I think everyone in this room had a pretty damn good day yesterday. Like to me, everyone in here is a gamer, you know, like I, I don't think anyone in this room shies away from the bright lights. I almost, I almost think those days are the days that like you could do something you never even thought of because you've got these like, you know, the crowds there, the the adrenaline is, is just like on a whole new level. So I always look at the bigger races as an opportunity to go and just do something I've never done before. I don't, I don't necessarily get more nervous. I get more excited to, to, to perform really. So that's why I don't do like race simulations any, because like I love to race, but I love to race on a, on a stage mm-hmm. and not like at home in my gym or something that's I train, I work out, I train as hard as possible, like to be ready, and then I just have fun um, when the race is on. And I and I think that's what we we're talking about 
this year is all about racing, right? We and I think the Hyrox world and community underestimates even us. Um, we we get put on the on a spotlight being in the elite fifteen, right? But a lot of us are still um, what's the right word? Like sem we're we're, we're semi professional athletes. We're not professional athletes. Mm-hmm. Um. We we we've all got our different backgrounds, and what I have uh, learned over this year is the people that are going to do well are the ones that have come from a different sport or come from a let's just say a, a very competitive background, and uh, whether it is Meg running, Rich running, running, or myself Australian rules football, swimming, swimming, yeah. you know. I think it's just uh, it gets to the point where like Hyrox is a is for everyone. However, um, if 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 you want to make it, and if you want to make it into this like elite fifteen, um, it's it's the mindset that matters. It's the mindset that matters. Full stop. You know. I was chatting with some of the women yesterday that I have just met, and I completely agree with you. And this is why I'm piggybacking this. And several of them were saying that they will not be going to Stockholm even if they get in because they need a break. And in my mind, I don't even have to go to Stockholm. And I will be because I'm a racer and I'm a grinder and I like to throw it down and I like to be pushed by the best people. That is the way that I like to, to do things. So... That mind that mindset right there tells me enough about where they could go this year. Yeah. If you don't have the mindset to say, if I get in, I'm racing every single one of these full stop, leaving everything I have out there, fuck a progression, I'm gonna show up and give it my all. This might not really be for you. Correct. Yeah, I think also in this case, lots of them are already, they already raced too many races already. They need like it. Like regular season races. They won't get any better, right? No, of course not. That's yeah. what that's what Megan yeah. said like a few weeks ago when we talked about that. Like you don't, you don't race to get better, you train to get better. And doing yeah. racing, racing, racing week by week by week won't make you better. I agree, Flo, but... My like debate there is like we want we want Horrocks to be a professional sport, not just for the world champs, but like for it, it, it it's season based now. So what Meg is saying, nah, let's let's be like um professional cyclists and and race and 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 that's actually that's actually what we're doing not just to have a big season to qualify for the world champs not race and for 6 months and then show up nah i want i'm with meg i want to race because i want to be known to be a professional athlete let's just say yeah i agree yeah, with you on sense. that like, i think my point is more like that if they had the opportunity, they would s- turn it down. And for me, there's three spots already claimed. There's a four. So now it's say you go to Stockholm and it's me, Michaela, and Lauren are top three. Pretty likely podium, I would say. 
there's still a roll down spot because Lauren and I are out. So say Michaela gets hers, there's still a spot. So like if you're a person who this is your end goal is to get to the world championships, I don't know that you can pass up on any opportunity to race for one of those spots. I know it's not ideal. I'm not saying it's ideal. And then I think you got to get smart on choosing which major is your A major. You're, You're going full throttle for that major with your training and the others maybe they're not a races but you got to put yourself in the fire because otherwise you're definitely not going to get it sitting at home I also think racing three times before a major maybe not your best idea you get one you get one gear up for a race to get a time to qualify for a major maybe two and then that's where you cut it off and you say okay well this is where I'm at and either you get in or you don't, but you got to give yourself a little bit more progression. Right. Well, I agree with you. Like, yeah. If you are qualified for the majors, show the fuck up and do the major. I mean, you get a free t-shirt from Hyrox. <laughs> in, at least, in at least a $300 check that you get to take on an airplane across the seas is as $300 on it. I love that they brought everybody on the podium. It's like everybody who come, everybody got like a trophy award. Everybody gets like, if in 14th place, come on up. They're like, fuck my life. Um... Guys, this has been a great conversation. We have to wrap it up. I wish we could do this longer, but we got to go. We got places to be. But any last th- any last thoughts, any last words? Yeah. I mean, I just want to say like, you know, we all compete against each other. And like when we're on the race course, I think we're all trying to rip each other's head off. But at the end of the day, I think we're all like we're all friends, you know, like we're all trying to we're we're going for the same goal. Um and at the end of the at the end of the year, only one person can really get the ultimate the ultimate goal. But we're all in we're all here doing the same thing, chasing the same thing. And it's cool when we can, you know, come to these races and spend some time hanging out, get on a podcast and just like chat and uh it's really fun, man. Like I've I've had a great time. JK, Flo, Alex. Um you guys are studs, man. You guys are studs and I look forward to to watching y'all in uh in Stockholm and uh we'll catch you in Austria. Cool. We'll catch you in oh, you any, can't wait, re- can't wait to have you there. You got any recommendations? For a good schnitzel. <laughs> 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 All right, squad. Thank you so much for checking us out. Armar podcast. We got more for you coming up for forever in perpetuity. We'll talk to you guys soon.